Greetings, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. This is Pastor Mike. I'm here in my office with my Bible open to Ephesians chapter 5, where it says, starting in verse 25, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Now, women might be surprised to discover that these verses in Ephesians 5 are some of the scariest verses in the Bible for men. Sharing the Word of God with our families in the home can often be an extremely intimidating thing. Many a man has simply chosen to give up and allow others to step in and fill that void. I believe some of this can be attributed to a misunderstanding of God's expectations Here in Ephesians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul connects Christ's love for the church with this idea of cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. I think it's Francis of Assisi who is quoted as saying, preach the gospel and if necessary, use words. Now we understand this as an encouragement to keep our actions consistent with the faith that we profess. We are to walk the talk. However, as it pertains to husbands sharing the word of God in their homes, the Bible says we are to talk the walk. Husbands and wives are portraying a living drama of the relationship between Christ and the church. This drama has a script, and that script is God's word, the Bible. The Bible is a unique book in so many ways, not the least of which is that every word is inspired by God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. What also separates the Bible from all other books is that it is, it's made to come alive in our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit when we read it with a humble and seeking heart. It is the Holy Spirit who uses the word like water to cleanse us of wrong thinking and impure motives. It is the Holy Spirit who convicts us of sin and leads us to repentance. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It is this active application of the Word of God to our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit that is part of the ongoing ministry of Jesus to his bride. This washing takes place as our thoughts and intentions are changed and conformed to God's Word. Husbands, likewise, are called upon to be ministers of the Word of God to their wives in the home. Now, there are two ways in which a husband can perform this role as a picture of Christ to the church. The first is by holding the Bible up as the standard in the home. Joshua, that great man of God in the Old Testament, challenged the people of Israel in his day to hold up God's law and serve the Lord in their households. He says in Joshua chapter 24, Now therefore, fear the Lord. Serve him in sincerity and in truth, 
and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In these verses, Joshua is planting his flag firmly in the ground. He's setting both the direction he is determined to lead his own family and setting himself up as an example for others to follow if they would make that same choice to serve the Lord. Joshua is saying that God's word, his commands and statutes, would be the standard in his home and that those things which dishonor God would have no place there. What a great example that is to us who desire to serve and honor the Lord in our households. Now, the second way in which we perform this role of washing our wives with the water of the word is by sharing God's word and the testimony of God's activity in our lives in the home. Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 and 7 say, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. These verses in Deuteronomy are liberating for men in that they give us God's actual expectations. Too often, Christian men struggle with the false expectation of how to share the teachings of the Bible in their own homes. God is not asking men to prepare long sermons or be eloquent speakers, dissecting every word to its original Greek and Hebrew roots. What God is asking husbands to do is openly talk about God's word and its application as we live life and are actively seeking to apply it in our own lives. This command is much more informal in its application than it is formal. It's about sharing as we sit at the table for a meal, as we drive in the car to different activities, as we do the things that we do each day. The goal should be that talking about God's word and his activity in our lives becomes a natural part of our family's daily conversation. What often happens, however, is that important spiritual matters are only spoken of in times of crisis. When this is the case, spiritual conversation becomes associated with negative things. I've experienced this myself where God is interjected into a conversation and the first reaction is, what's wrong? If you have not made it a habit to talk about how God has been involved in your day, and what you've been learning from God's word, then it will be a little awkward at first. But I'm here to tell you that it's worth the investment. I was a pastor who for years struggled with how to apply this in my own home. Doing family devotions was good, but it often felt forced and awkward. It became easy to, quote unquote, forget, to do them, or to find an excuse as to why we were too busy. This left me feeling guilty and frustrated. Finally, my wife and I decided to try something simple. Deuteronomy 6-7 says to talk about God's commands when you sit at home. So we decided we would take the opportunity we had when we sat down for dinner each evening to share either a testimony of something God had done in our lives that day or share something God was teaching us in his word. This was a game changer. 
the informality of it, worked for our family. Soon spiritual conversation was no longer awkward or foreboding. Because we were sharing our own testimonies of what God was doing in our lives, it created an atmosphere of humility and openness, which resulted in more meaningful spiritual conversation. It also caused my wife and I to come prepared to be looking for God's activity in our lives so that we could have something to share. And that was a good thing. The end result was that this type of spiritual conversation became more normal and naturally moved beyond the dinner table and into all aspects of everyday life. Many years later, one of the things I most appreciate about my own family is the normality of spiritual conversation whenever we're together. I realized that this did not happen by accident, but is the fruit of being intentional. Too often, we as husbands abdicate our responsibility to wash our wives and children with the water of the word. We think that they will glean what they need from God's word at church or Bible study or friends or somehow on their own. And it's true that God may use others to bless and to teach your family to some degree. But God makes it clear that as a picture of Christ who washes us with the water of the word, husbands are to be the standard bearers in the home and the ones who help them apply God's word to their lives. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 35, Paul says something interesting. He says, If women want to inquire about something, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. Now, this seems kind of harsh. and says, what's that all about? But I think what Paul is saying is that this is not necessarily disgraceful to the woman, but to the husband who's been given the responsibility of washing his wife in the water of the word. Families are the foundation stones of a society. This is by God's design. Since the days of Moses, God organized Israel and now has ordered the church in such a way that the primary way that God's commands and character traits are communicated and passed down from one generation to the next is through godly parents. And since Christ's resurrection, this one thing has not changed, that God has created a bride whose spiritual health is dependent on the health of the family. Even a man's qualification for spiritual leadership in the church is predicated on the quality of his leadership in the home. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, Paul outlines the qualifications for serving as an elder or deacon in the local church. The cornerstone of these qualifications is how a man leads his family and models Christ in his own home. Spiritual maturity requires that a man model Christ both publicly and privately. This begins with his own personal relationship with Christ, then his marriage, then his children, then the church. There are no shortcuts. We need to grab hold of our calling by faith because every believer is a minister and has been apportioned grace and power to fulfill their calling and become the catalyst for transformation in the places where they live, where they work, where they worship. Today, every man has the opportunity to play a determining role in fulfilling God's will in both this generation and in future generations by how he leads his family. A 
according to God's word. Amen.